Lisa likes the window seat at night, the lights below that tell her she's nearly home. Then there's the lights she can't see, the runway lights we power to bring her plane safely into land. And because at Energia we also power all of Ireland's streetlights, Lisa's taxi home is that bit safer too. And no prizes for guessing who powers her house. Welcome home, Lisa. Energia, the power behind your power. In a world filled with big sports companies and high-end production podcasts comes a group of guys who paid five bucks for this intro. Welcome to Eat, Sleep, Fantasy. <laughs> I know. You, you and Brio just rant, so it's fine. I, I have... I can do whatever I want. I can jack off in the middle of it. It doesn't matter. You guys won't even notice I'm gone. All right, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Eat Sleep Fantasy Football Podcast. I uh, hope you guys all had a good Thanksgiving weekend. Uh, my name is Dale, and joined with me today is Armando. What's up, Armando? Hey, it's just Armando today at Thunder Crespo. Follow me on all formats. All formats at Thunder Crespo. You can send money to at Thunder Crespo on Cash App or Venmo if you want to send me some money. I'm sorry. my uh, I am recording today uh, remotely. I am out of town. Hey, this is the first time we're doing a podcast, which none of the hosts are in the Eastern time zone. That's great observation, Dale. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know what the problem is. <laughs> okay, uh, sorry, my wife interrupted me. She's sitting right behind me in the hotel room. <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah, uh, so... Um, Welcome again to Eat Sleep Fantasy. We appreciate you listening, as always. Um, Armando, you got any uh, any good news to start off the, the podcast? No. Um, I've been uh, spending my entire day online buying stuff on, you know, Cyber Monday. You know, What'd you buy? Well, I ordered some lights for my cameras. And nice. uh, my new laptop finally came in, so that's all exciting. Nice. You get a new MacBook? No, no. I got the older one because um, the older ones are half the price and same yeah, power. Yeah, I saw so that too. What's the point? Yeah, yeah. I'm not thrilled about the new MacBook with the um, that touch thing up top. It didn't really get me. I don't know. It, I play. I, mean, I played it looks cool, with it, but... but it's just not like it's not really worth the extra eight hundred dollars for me. So, right, right. I hear you. Um, well, I got an interesting story. Um, so I was driving up to, uh, Nashville for a conference with my wife. And, uh, as I was driving, you know, there's cops everywhere. Um, it was pretty crazy, right? Um, you know, holiday traffic and all that stuff. So I was driving and, uh, uh, you know, like the big, like the crane birds, you know, I don't know really what, I don't know if it was a crane or not, but you know, long legs, the white ones with the long necks. The bald eagles? No. <laughs> yeah. So I, I, it was like some kind of crane or whatever. Uh, or heron or whatever you want to call it um but it flew in the middle of the road and it hit the car <laughs> and has after it hit the car it kind of rolled up over the windshield and flipped over my car and behind me and uh, i guess there was a cop right behind me and he pulled me over like immediately as soon as he saw the bird fly off my windshield pretty much <laughs> oh, geez. and uh yeah he gave me a ticket for what you know what the ticket was for, for what flipping him the bird <laughs> All right, let's um, let's talk about some fantasy football. <laughs> okay, um, <laughs> you tried not to laugh, but that was a good one. It was, it was um, clever. I really thought that was true. Yeah, thanks. It was really descriptive. <laughs> it was like it was a really long story to get to a, just a really shitty punchline. No, it wasn't shitty. Anyways, anyways, um, so today we're just going to talk about. Uh, I guess some of the games, we're going to kind of give you a brief overview of the game, what we think, some notables from each game, something that you might be able to take into next week, uh, week 13, which is usually the last week of regular season for most playoff or most fantasy seasons, uh, and kind of what to expect uh, as far as playoff schedules. We'll talk a little bit about that. Um, 
what else are we going to talk about? We're going to uh, beg you to review us on iTunes. That'll come later on. And uh, I think that's about it. Um, again, thank you for listening. We are the number one fantasy football podcast. And the rest, we say, the rest like, are just trolls and clowns. That's what happens when you're the best. <laughs> yeah, quoting Josh Norman there. Um, can we say we're the number one pot? I mean, like... Anybody could say they're number one. It's like, okay, according to who? My mom. You know? Like, yeah, I got you. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like, So we could say, like, you know, our families rank us the number one podcast, number one fantasy podcast. We could say that all we want, right? Yeah. So, I'm the number one fantasy analysis, according to everyone that listens to our podcast. Right. You could say anything you want. <laughs> well, no, I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> um, but so, again, thank you for listening to the number one fantasy football podcast. Um We look forward to bringing you many more wins um, and a playoff championship, I hope. Uh, Anyways, let's get started here. Um, Oh, and sorry, we didn't even mention Brito even once. Um, He's got got some massive diarrhea. He just left Chicago, and he had the the stuffed crust pizza or whatever it's called, the fat pie. Yeah, deep dish. Deep dish. Deep dish, yeah. Yeah, he had too many of those. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Um, so, uh, let's go ahead and lead off. Let's just talk about the Thursday games really quick, uh, on Thanksgiving, uh, the Vikings and lions lions pulled it off uh, crazy ending to that game. Right. Uh, the interception by Darius slay, um, big, huge mistake by Sam Bradford. He seems to kind of get himself in the situations, um, and get himself. He hasn't had many too. interceptions. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, uh, anyways, yeah, the lions intercepted it with like what a minute or two left and kicked the field goal to win it. Um, but any any notables that you want to take away from this game? No. Uh, I mean, my big thing is, you know, if Stefan Diggs is out, you start Thielen. And you know what's weird? That the most reliable player on the Lions roster is Anquan Bolden. He's the only guy that's doing it week in and week out. One way or another, he gets points on the board. You look at Golden Tate. You look at Marvin Jones. You know, they have their really bad weeks. But Anquan Bolden's just always there. So, you know, if you're looking for some points – for sure points. I think Ancon Bolin's a way to go on the Lions roster. It's it's kind of sneaky, right? Um, yeah. You don't really think of him as, you know, the the reliable guy. He's not going to give you, you know, 20 points. You're not, you know, he doesn't have that, you know, high ceiling. But, um, you know, floor. if you need yeah. if you need somebody to give you some, you know, possibly, you know, a, a touchdown and 50 yards or so, he's pretty reliable to do that, yeah, it seems. He's playing the tight end um, role mostly, it feels like. Like, he's going down the middle, you know, and then there he is. Ebron had a giant donut there, so... But old Bolden still got his points. Yep. Yep. And of course, yeah, the Minnesota running game is just non-existent. There's nothing <laughs> we need to say about get a touchdown, but nothing to say about no. the Vikings. Play the defense, yeah, and that's exactly. it. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, Kyle Rudolph is a nice option at tight end, but uh, I don't know how reliable he really is. Right. I was expecting actually he had a decent game. Uh, you know, he had 64 yards on nine receptions, so pretty good PPR day, but. Um, overall, it's nothing that you want to that you love. Yeah. Um, the the two other games, uh, one of them Redskins at Cowboys. Cowboys won that matchup. Um, the game was a little bit closer than I thought, just because Kirk Cousins, forty one of fifty three for four hundred and fifty yards and three touchdowns. Before before we move um, off, Kirk Cousins, real question: yeah. Do you feel like Kirk Cousins is a viable keeper in a keeper league format? You know, I kind of do. I mean, I doubted him. You know, and, and he's coming on strong at the end of this season here. Um, I like him. I think he's okay. Uh, keeper, that, that would ca- kind of mean he's like top 12, right? At this point, he might um, be. I mean, those numbers are pretty ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah, wow. yeah I think, uh, man, it's it's hard to deny him what he's done, right? Okay, well, he's top seven right now. I'm going to throw some names at you, and you tell me where you see him, like, I guess the rest of the okay. way, like. Who would you rather have the rest of the way? Okay, so well, well, this is an easy one. I mean, this uh, let's go right to the hard, hard question: um, Kirk Cousins or Dak Prescott, and a keeper. Ooh, um, I, I believe in sophomore slump, so I'm going to go Kirk Cousins. But for for looking at the long, playing the long game here, I I like Kirk Cousins. I like yeah, I, I like the weapons he has around him. More long term, I don't believe in Des Bryant at all, and yeah, I think he has a better offense and. Defense built around him for the long run. I don't feel like Dak Prescott. I mean, he does have Ezekiel Elliott in that O line. God, I just convinced myself the other way around. <laughs> I think Dak Prescott. That's a really good one, though. I wouldn't be opposed to either one. If I had either one, I'd be happy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, 
Kirk Cousins, he has, I think, the more of the ability to throw for 450 yards, right? I don't think Dak Prescott will probably ever throw for that much. Right. Um, and he's a rookie, too, and I think they're limiting him somewhat, right? Right. Um, just because, you know, he, he has a limited uh, range of things he can do right now as far as reading defenses and stuff like that. And uh, the running game is so strong that, you know, why why would he throw it 50 times? Here, here's a good one. No reason to. Kirk Cousins yeah. or Derek Carr? I think I'll go Derek Carr. Really? And you, you disagree with me, don't yeah, you? Yeah, I, I, I do. I don't believe in the Oakland. I don't believe in Derek Carr pretty much. I don't like the offense over yeah. there right now. Yeah. They do have a nice O-line, but know. Michael Crabtree just drops too many balls when the season's coming to a close. Yeah. All right. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's it's a good, it's, it's something good to think about. Yeah. Um, so, anyways, Kirk Cousins balled with, like I said, 450 yards and three touchdowns. Uh, Deshaun Jackson was a recipient of 118 of those yards with a touchdown. Um, kind of surprised. I mean, he only had four receptions. Um, kind of surprised me. I didn't think he would be that involved coming back. Kirk Cousins likes um, him a lot for some reason. I mean, even does. last week he he was pretty good. He was he had like 60 yards and a touchdown. I think. Yeah, yeah. Um, Ezekiel Elliott, of course. I mean, you. I mean, congratulations if you drafted him and didn't listen to me. Um, I think. I think me and you. I think we're both kind of low no, on no. Ezekiel. That Elliott. was you and Brito. I was Ezekiel Elliott was my number one running back, and you guys said I'm crazy. I was like, all right. No, I'll, no, no, no. I was. I, I was low. So, I was low on David Johnson. I was not low on Ezekiel Be- Elliott. You were low on David Johnson because you said we haven't seen enough of David Johnson. But then you went with Elliot. That would make sense. No, I, I went think. with I, El- I went with Elliot because I believed in that O line. I believe that they were going to feed in the rock. I did not believe in David Johnson. David Johnson was an unproven back. He, there was right. no like he was amazing in college. There was nothing like that. Right. He wasn't a first round draft pick. Ezekiel Elliott was a first round draft pick. It was supposed to be better than Adrian Peterson coming into the NFL. I believe in that. Right. 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 Okay. Um, Des Bryant is, does Des Bryant things. I mean, he's solid. Um, he hasn't broken out for anything huge this year yet. Um, I mean, he's, because of he's Cole solid, Beasley, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Man, you got to love Cole Beasley. Yeah. Uh, he, how did Cole Beasley do this game? He did pretty um, good. I mean, he's not – yeah, he uh, – let's see. Uh, Cole Beasley had uh, – yeah, he had six targets, five catches for 56 yards. It's not bad. Um, I think he's had at least 50 yards every game except one this entire season. So – um, That's good. Man, I just like him. I I just wish, you know, I don't know. I I just wish he could like average like eighty to hundred yards instead well, of fifty. Then be then be an all pro Dale. <laughs> um, I, I think. I mean, if he had, I think if if he was on the the Patriots, I bet you, I bet you he would be. He's uh, gonna be like Cooper, Bowl. you know. Like next year, he's gonna be a nobody. Cooper had one really good year <laughs> and then disappeared because he became a racist. <laughs> Cooper, Cooper, who? The Cooper from Philly. I can't remember his first name. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, Riley Cooper. Riley Cooper. Yeah. yeah right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, yeah, nothing really notable of the Redskins. Yes. Uh, Cra- I, oh, we, we can't... I just want to say Crowder is a start, a starting wide receiver, too, the rest of the way. I start him in all matchups if you have him. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Crowder had 10 targets. Jordan Reed, of course, had 12 targets. So both of those guys, uh, you know, I think Reed more than anybody is – the um is what helps boost cousins the most i mean just having that security blanket that can catch and huge target um but one thing i do want to mention uh robert kelly uh he had 14 carries for only 37 yards average just under three yards per carry uh we kind of warned you that his schedule is kind of brutal uh, no matter how good you think he is um you know temper your expectations he's not going to have another good game for the rest of the season i don't know about that but yeah, yeah. I, I wouldn't trust him too much more um all right yeah, I, and also just to know, Jordan Reed, Jordan Reed was injured on this game. He did play through the injury, and he was on a he did have a sling on on the sidelines during the game. So just pe- keep track of him throughout the throughout the week, see if he's going to play or not. He should, but who knows? Okay. All right, uh, let's go to the Steelers and Indianapolis game, uh, the final game on Thursday night. Um, th- any really big notables here? No, Le- Le'Veon Bell was he's, he's, awesome as usual. Antonio Brown was awesome as usual. Yeah. Anything you really take away from this? Nope. Um, Eli Rogers wasn't wasn't the guy we thought he could be. No. <laughs> Only I, two targets. That's what I told you guys. You don't trust a Steeler wide receiver two this year. Every you every week yeah. you guys have this conversation. Who's it going to be? Eli? Nope. Uh, you you were boosting Eli Rogers last week, man. I wasn't on the podcast last week. <laughs> well, privately. Okay. 
Um, uh, so yeah. Um, Oh, another thing to note that Frank Gore's numbers have gone down yards per carry each of the past week. I think he had like 1.8 yards per carry. So if you have Frank Gore, it looks like he's starting to wear down. Maybe start looking for other options. Um, yeah, just something to note. Yeah. Yeah. Frank Gore, uh, to be exact, yeah, 1.9 yards per carry. Um, 15 carries for only 28 yards against the bottom three rush defense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That hurt. I, it didn't help that you know the the Steelers were scoring at will nearly. Um, and that but, Tol- Tolzian was the quarterback either. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, Tolzian he did have a touchdown though, so there you go. But his QBR was 26.5. <laughs> I think that's out of 100. Uh, the ESPN stats uh, zero to 100, and he had a 26.5. 200 yards, one touchdown, two interceptions. So um, hopefully luck comes back out of the concussion protocol and uh, he's good to go next game. All right, let's do like a faster thing with the rest of these games. I don't know why we spend so much on the – why do we spend so much time on the Redskins? I don't know. Yeah, well, that's, it's intriguing. Um, okay, all right, we'll just do it really fast then. Uh, you pick a guy out of the Titans and Bears to talk about. I'll pick, I'll pick, pick a, a Bears, you pick a Titans. Okay. Who are you picking? I'm going to pick Wilson because I, I, I called out Wilson like two weeks ago when they picked him up off IR, when they activated him, and he's been pretty fucking good. If you're going to start a Bears wide receiver, it's Wilson going forward. Meredith did get nine targets, but Wilson actually caught the ball. So in my opinion, if you're going to start a wide receiver, if you really need to start a wide receiver from the Bears, you start Wilson. Eddie Royal still banged up. Meredith is just, just Meredith. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Meredith had nine targets, but Wilson had 11 um, Wilson had 11 targets with eight receptions, 125 yards, and touchdown. So, uh, I mean, Matt, if you if you need a second quarterback in a two quarterback league, Matt Barkley is viable. He was good. He had over 20 points this week. So, if you need someone for next week, yeah. he has a decent matchup against yeah. the 49ers. I mean, yeah, I mean, definitely a streamer for sure. Um, uh, you know, if you have say Mariota, it's a weird week 13 bye week for the Titans. Um, Matt Barkley, he's not half bad. I mean, um, granted, it was against the Titans, but still, uh, you know. I mean, he's playing 49ers, so it's just going to get easier for him next week. So, Right, exactly. Uh, same thing with Jordan Howard. You like Jordan Howard next week. This week he had 18 carries, 84 yards. Uh, he also caught the ball a few times for 43 yards. So he had over 100 total yards. Didn't get in the end zone, but still, yeah. it's, it's okay for, for a running back, especially with the Bears huh. situation. Um. With the Titans, uh, kind of weird to see that Derrick Henry was leading rusher, 60 yards and a touchdown, although he only had eight carries, so it's nothing to worry about if you're a um, Murray owner. But, uh, yeah, Derrick Henry had a pretty productive day, eight carries for 60 yards. So, yeah, And, of course, Rashad Matthews. Um, Rashad Matthews, sorry. Uh, he continues to get it done and get in the end zone again and again and again, uh, 64 yards and a touchdown, so. Yeah, I mean, you're starting him there. as a wide receiver two, maybe wide receiver three, Delaney Walker still a go. Um, let's go yep. on to the Jags-Bills. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, you go ahead. I was just going to say, I mean, the only thing you really note is Allen Robinson sucks. Marquise Lee is definitely worth, you know, a streamer as a wide receiver three. And TJ Yeldon and Chris Arvey are both banged up. So if you're really, really fucking desperate for a running back, pick up Denard Robinson because both guys might be out because Chris Arvey didn't did leave, like, sometime in the second quarter and didn't return. Yeah. So. Yeah, it was uh, it was a little disappointing to see that Allen Robinson only got four targets for the game. Really disappointing, his lowest uh, output of the year. Um, so that really sucks. Um, I think the only biggest disappoint, bigger disappointment than that was Brandon Cooks, but we'll get to that in a minute. Blake Bortles only threw for 126 yards, by the way. <laughs> yeah, um, not great, but he had two touchdowns. So you know, if if you're playing Bortles and hey, you still got the points there, but um, nothing really crazy for the Jags. For the Bills, um, triumphant return McCoy. for Sammy Watkins. <laughs> yeah, he had three targets <laughs> for eighty yards on twenty-five snaps. That's pretty good. I'm very happy yeah. with that. No, that's great. Yeah, oh, absolutely. If if you if you were able to pick up Sammy Watkins late this season or been stashing him for a long time, you're going to get rewarded in the fantasy playoffs. The, um, that playoff is Tyrod so Taylor sweet. likes to play with him. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but you're playing, you know, with a quarterback who only throws, you know, 18 to 20 times a game anyways. So you're not going to get the volume that you would. But if 18 on... of those passes go to Sammy Watkins, who cares? <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Tyra Taylor, not to mention in a six quarter in a six point passing touchdown league. Tyra Taylor is the number 12 
uh, quarterback um, this year. So he still has a chance to get to the top seven. Um, so uh, hashtag Toolman Taylor. Uh, LaShawn McCoy had a huge run for, I think, 75 yards for one of the touchdowns that he got. He had a pretty big day. Um, yeah. So, And Gelsey uh, should be good to go for next week, just anyone who's stashing him for any cool. reason. Uh, cool. Bengals-Ravens, uh, ready for that one? Yep. Absolutely. Um, keep, yeah. keep rolling. Tyler Boyd is the wide receiver to own if A.J. Green's out. LaFell's okay. He got the same amount of targets, but Boyd made more with him. Um, Jeremy Hill, surprisingly, led – was second in reception yards this week. So that's interesting to see. But Burkhead did outsnap him. So that's kind of like, what do you do with Jeremy Hill? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, Jeremy Hill does have a pretty good schedule coming up. Uh, he only got 12 carries against the Ravens, um, averaged less than two yards per carry. I'm not excited about Jeremy Hill. I know Christian is loves Jeremy Hill for rest of the season. I think you do too. Do you have a case to play or be excited about Hill. For well, this I mean, if you if you can name, I would say there's about five or six, maybe seven running backs that are workhorse running backs, and that says a lot. I mean, that's enough to put him in the top twelve for me. Um, they're going to get that yeah. amount of work, and he's playing in the playoffs three bottom ten run running back defenses. So we know that Baltimore has a fantastic rush defense or fantastic defense overall. So that's why I wasn't expecting much out of him. I'm looking for the last three weeks of the season where he's right. going to fucking explode. I hope if he's healthy. He did get injured in this game, so hopefully everything comes out fine. Just something right. to try. Okay, Todd, Gur- Todd Gurley has the easiest rest of the season, rest, easiest schedule for the rest of the season. Uh, Todd Gurley over Jeremy Hill, right? No, Jeremy Hill. You think so? Okay. All right. Uh, what about uh, Spencer Ware? Spencer Ware has the fourth easiest schedule. Jeremy Hill. Okay. Interesting. Uh, if you look at the... I mean, if you look at Jeremy Hill, he has explosive. He ha- he's had big games. When you look at Todd Gurley, he's had good games. He hasn't had yeah. any good games. If you look at Spencer Ware, he had one good game in the beginning of the season. He's been pretty eh since then. You know, like he hasn't been yeah. good. No, so, no, he hasn't. With those two guys, I'll definitely take Jeremy Hill. He has that opportunity, to, and he's gonna get the goal line work. You know. Okay. One guy uh, I do want to mention. I think he's gonna come on strong the rest of the season. Is uh, Tyler Eifert. Um, he's. Yeah. Turning into the target monster that he was last year, he got a touchdown, sixty-eight yards this game. Um, do you have any? Do you have any initial thoughts on uh, on Tyler Eifert? Top five, top four right. tight end moving forward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's, it's not a good, great schedule for tight ends uh, for the Bengals, but I he's mean, he's going to continue seeing these he's, targets. He's going, yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. Um, um, what about on the Baltimore side? Uh, you know, I don't feel like Terrence West or Kenneth Dixon are starting. Perryman, you feel like it's going to come on strong. And Steve Smith had a pretty mediocre game. Um, overall, I'm starting to feel like this yeah. uh, this offense is kind of like a dead zone. You don't really feel comfortable starting any of them anymore. No, you, you really don't. I mean, I'm looking down at the target numbers. I don't know if you're looking at the same thing, but for the Baltimore receiving target numbers, Everybody has four and five targets. <laughs> yeah, I just don't feel comfortable. Um, like I own C. Smith in two leagues, and I'm I, after this game. I thought he might be worth going. I just can't do it. I'm done with Steve Smith. He's yeah. great and everything, yeah. but if he's only getting four or five targets, it's not it's not enough. Yeah, I think this uh, this was a game for Kenneth Dixon to turn it around. He had the same amount of carries as West, and he had one extra yard than he did. <laughs> um, they basically played the same kind of role yeah um but i think kenneth dixon i think next game maybe he'll out carry him by one or two and then it's just going to grow from there yeah still either one unless it's a great matchup yeah kenneth uh, dixon ppr terrence west not at all yeah yeah i agree uh terrence west did have three receptions and dixon had four Uh, half point yeah that's not enough um yeah i mean only thing to talk about in the cardinals falcons game is you start David Johnson, and really the rest of them are don't start anyone else. Like Fitzgerald's not startable anymore. He's not getting he's getting the targets and receptions, but he's not getting any TDs. So fifty points, I mean fifty yards is okay, but I don't, yeah. I don't know. It's not enough for me. Yeah. Nope. Nope. No. I mean nobody is. I mean, man, we were all excited about JJ Nelson like three weeks ago, and uh, there's a, nothing. There's a reason why he was a fifth string wide receiver. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, David Johnson's just crazy. I mean, if you're any kind of, I mean, obvious. I'm saying what's obvious. If you're in any kind of keeper or dynasty, you have him. You are really, really happy. Yeah, <laughs> he's just so good. Yeah. Um, in the Atlanta and, side, yeah. oh, what were you gonna say? 
Are we good? No, it's going to go to the Lana side. Nothing special. Yeah, I think um, I think someone did, Tyler, someone did, Tyler Gabriel. Yeah, exactly. Exactly what I was going to say. I mean, he's got he got one rush for 27 yards. He's got four receptions for 75 yards and two touchdowns. He's yep. definitely a flex-worthy wide receiver going forward. If you're in a pinch and you need to score a shitload of points, I mean, there, he has that spark. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, keep an eye on him. I mean, he was, uh, he was decent when he played. He had a couple of really good games uh, for the Browns last year. And, of course, the Browns, a great decision-making organization that they are, um, decided not to bring him back. And Atlanta's reaping those uh, whatever. Rewards benefits yeah. i don't know <laughs> i guess I don't know. <laughs> moving on oh. to the giants and browns as we talk about the great organization over there um <laughs> giants sterling shepherd was the biggest disappointment of the week for me he didn't do anything i, I can't yeah. believe it what the fuck <laughs> yeah yeah he knocked me out of the playoffs for not even catching one goddamn ball <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's uh uh beckham did his thing of course um but nobody had more than two receptions except for Beckham in this game for, for the Giants. It was a weird game. Cleveland hung around for a long, long time in this game. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, it's kind of disappointing, I think, in daily fantasy to see uh, Jennings not go crazy like all the other running backs have against Cleveland. Uh, he had 15 carries for 55 yards, and that's about it. Um, so, oh, um, sorry. I want to say two things. Um, AJ Green's probably not playing this week. And okay. Shane Vereen is going to be ready for the fantasy playoffs. Okay, interesting. Sorry, I, I didn't mean to cut you off. I just want to say those before I forget. No, no, you're good. So you think you think Vereen is uh, has any value? The, any stashable value? In the PPR league, if you have an IR spot as well, like yeah, I think he does. I think he's definitely worth the flex consideration, seeing how he returns and when he returns. But he's eligible to return next week. I don't think they'll start him or play him next week, but. Definitely worth yeah. keeping track of. I mean, they need help. <laughs> yeah, they do. I mean, he's definitely going to be interesting in the actual football playoffs, but in the fantasy playoffs, just right. just keep it. If you're if you get hurt, you know, Farine is someone to stash away. Right, right. Um, Terrell Pryor, I want to talk about him really quick. Uh, do you have uh, the wide receiver rankings? What is what's uh, Ty- Terrell Pryor's? Oh, wow, uh, I didn't even realize that he's top he's, number six. He's up there. <laughs> The top, the sixth best receiver right now is playing for the Browns without quarterbacks. Uh, and I say quarterbacks with an S because it's it's crazy how consistent he's been with a million different people passing the ball. Yeah. Um, I mean, he didn't get to the, uh, yeah, he didn't get in the end zone, but he had 131 yards this game. Yeah. He's rewarding you over and over and over again. It's so ugly to have a wide receiver for the Browns in your lineup, but there he is. man, it's hard to deny what he's done. It it is crazy. I mean, he plays Cincinnati, Buffalo, and San Diego, so it's not a crazy bad defense. Uh, defense he's going against in the playoffs, but you know he's definitely. I mean, yeah, you have to start him moving forward. I mean, he's top six, so yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. And uh, on another note, fuck Gary Barnage, right? <laughs> yeah, poor kid. Where did he go? <laughs> I think he was injured this week. Actually, there was uh, some news came out. I didn't read it because it wasn't that interesting. Because he's no, not, I must miss that. He's not viable. Yeah, I mean, he had a catch for eleven yards. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, uh, let's keep moving down. Uh, let's talk about the uh, Rams and Saints. The Saints put up uh, 49 points. Um, you know, Jared Goff, uh, of course, we're going to kind of expect points to be put up on the Saints, but we weren't expecting Jared Goff to throw three touchdowns, did we? No, we didn't. I guess we didn't at all. He looked great in the first in the first half of the game. Uh, he didn't do a goddamn thing in the second half, and that you know that's why they lost the goddamn game. Um, but yeah, yeah, Jerry Goff, Kenny Britt is definitely a wide receiver too, a top 20 wide receiver going forward. We were worried about him, you know, the chemistry they had, but Kenny Britt is, he's fine. He's quarterback yep. proof. Yep. <laughs> Kenny Britt uh, at 50 yards and a touchdown. Yep. Um, I want to talk about a little bit, uh, Michael Thomas and Brandon cooks. If you have both of these guys, I, it, Thomas seems way more consistent. <laughs> He, I mean, granted, he did have a couple of bad games last last couple of games, but for the season, he's been really consistent. Um, nine receptions, 108 yards, and two touchdowns for Thomas, and uh, Cooks with nothing. When I say nothing, I literally mean nothing. You know, maybe he had a couple of blocks or something. <laughs> That's about it. He's getting the best coverage because he is the best receiver on the team. So he's getting the best, you know, the best cornerback on each roster. So I don't know. I mean, he has been a. I feel like. 
I don't know. Cooks has been bad the past two weeks, and my heart is hurting. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and you know, I mean, I yeah, I mentioned it earlier. I mean, Cooks and Thomas are like one A and one B. They're I really don't think Thomas is really that number two guy. Um, I, no. I think I think it's been talked a lot about in the fantasy community that you know uh, Thomas is kind of playing that Colson role. Um, it's I think it's kind of apparent that you know Drew Brees likes the routes he's running and and enjoys that giant target in the middle of the field. I, I mean, moving forward, he's definitely worth a start. I'm not saying he's not. I'm just I wish Cooks was better. <laughs> I mean, he's, are, are you starting Thomas over Cooks? If I own him, yeah, I would start Thomas over Cooks just because I know Cooks is going to yeah. get the better corner. Yeah, okay. I mean, yeah. I mean Thomas, Tampa Bay, Thomas had 10 targets. Tampa, they're playing Tampa Bay twice um, in the playoffs, so I'm starting both of them if I have them for sure. Against yeah. Arizona, I'm probably going to bench Cooks if I if I have him personally because the, he completely shut down Julio Jones this week. Yeah. Okay. I don't think Cooks is better than Julio Jones. Yeah. Oh, hey, uh, Willie Sneed uh, threw a touchdown. Oh, yeah, look at that. <laughs> um, is there anything and, else we uh, need to talk about? Okay, here we go. Mark Ingram or Tim Hightower. What the fuck do you do with that? Are they both <laughs> fantasy relevant moving forward? They're both performing at a I, high level right now. Uh, I'm not trusting them. I can't. I. It's, uh, yeah, I, I'm not trusting them. I'm not trusting either one unless I absolutely have to. Uh, but I got to have some pretty shitty running backs to, to play. I mean, they're scoring – I mean, Mark Ingram had a monster game, two touchdowns, 170 yards almost, Hightower 120 yards in touchdown. I mean, yeah. are you just going to leave that on your bench, Dale? I just don't trust – I mean, okay, we're playing against L.A. to begin with, and I, I just don't trust them. I mean, they're not going to do that every game. I don't trust them. I still two, don't. Two weeks in a row now, but okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean mm. – <laughs> I don't know. All right, I, I just don't trust it. That's fine. I don't trust we, it. We can move on to the 49ers Dolphins. Um, okay. All right. Yeah, let's go. move on to 49ers and Dolphins. <laughs> so I don't the Dolphins, know what's uh, would, yeah. if, if the if season ended today, Dolphins would be in the playoffs. Is that good enough for us? <laughs> I mean, we have the easiest schedule going forward. We play against the Ravens, which is they're okay, but I don't feel like they're better than the Dolphins by any means. No, I don't either. And then they play. Um, the Cardinals, who I mean, have you seen the way the Cardinals are playing? And then we play our right. division, exactly. which is the Jets and Bills. We finish our season with the with the Pats. I mean, that's a great fucking schedule to finish it. If they win out up until the Pats, they're definitely going to go in the playoffs. Yeah, and it's not yeah. unreasonable to see them winning out. Yeah, crazy. Um, so uh, with the Forty ers Colin Kaepernick is like a strong startable quarterback, streaming or not. Um, he had three touchdowns, 300 yards passing, and he also had 113, 113 yards rushing. Um, so, yeah, I mean, he had better rushing stats than Carlos Hyde did. Yeah, um, I've been saying that for weeks. Yeah. Um, so, definitely, I think I mean, Carlos Hyde is still the running back that he was weeks ago. Um, Colin Kaepernick is definitely um, the 49er you probably want to own on your team. I think that's about it too. Maybe Vance McDonald, Curly, Curly is kind of cooled down. No, yeah, yeah not, nothing crazy. Uh, with on the Miami side, Ryan Tannehill. I think he's still a streaming quarterback. I don't know if he's gonna. I told you. I told carry. you. I told you guys last week. Who do you start a quarterback if you don't have Andrew Luck? You fucking start Colin Kaepernick or Ryan Tannehill. Yeah, yeah. And you guys said no, no, no. I don't know if I said no, but Kaepernick. Kaepernick's been playing pretty well. Yeah. Um, but Tannehill, he's still a streamer to me. Um, he's not an absolutely must start. No, um, right. he, he's been playing good the last few games, but I just maybe it's just you know I'm biased seeing the dolphin watching the dolphins play so much. I just don't see the Ryan Tannehill being like that quarterback leader. He's not. That, he's uh, really not. You know. I mean, yeah. That defense is good, and we have we have JHI who's you know punching the ball in. So yeah, JHI all again didn't have a great game. I mean. He had two and a half yards of carry, only forty five yards. He did score, which helped him out a lot. It's not his fault. If, yeah, no, it's totally the offensive line. Um, if the, this offensive line continues to be banged up, um, I don't think JHI is worth a ton in uh, in the fantasy playoffs if, if this O-line doesn't get healthy. Hopefully they get healthy. None of them have none of them are season-ending surgery or, or an IR or anything, right. so they'll come back. And if they're back against, like, if they're back soon, JHI will be back to being a top-ten running back. 
I agree. I agree. If they're not, temper your expectations. Exactly. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, Devontae Parker over Jarvis Landry the rest of the season. I don't think there's an argument. As long as he's healthy, I think you guys definitely agree with that. Right? No, I agree. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, yep. Uh, uh, Carew. Lance Carew. Uh, his first touchdown yeah. of his career. Yeah, and that's okay. I think uh, I wouldn't count on him this year but i think in dynasty or keeper leagues he could be you know i don't know you know depending on of course your roster management and all that stuff he could be really sneaky if you have extra spot to just take a lottery pick on somebody i think he kind of i think he has what it could take to to be a really good wide receiver yeah i definitely um, agree with that i mean kenny stills might not be resigned and that's an op- he's going to move up the roster right there kenny stills is good and he's taking up all the last snaps so if crew takes up his spot he's definitely I don't know. I, I think he can creep up. Yeah. I think he, I think he can creep. Yeah. Yeah. I like him. I like him. All right. Uh, let's just hurry up and go through the Chargers and Texans here. Uh, there's not uh, a lot to talk about. Um, Tyree Williams left the game banged up. Lamar Miller left the game banged up. Both should be fine to play this week, but just something to keep an eye on moving forward. I don't think Antonio Gates was targeted at all. Hunter Henry got a touchdown. What else, Dale? What did I miss there? Uh, well, you missed uh, Inman. Oh. <laughs> uh, you know, I mean, he got he did get that long touchdown. But even besides that, I think if Williams is out for any period of time, Inman is the guy. Uh, Philip Rivers makes wide receivers, um, and I think it could easily be Inman if Williams is out for any any time. I think tra- if Travis Benjamin is on your waiver wire, don't waste a waiver on him, but definitely pick him up for the playoffs. He, he could come on. He's coming off injuries, getting healthy. He's not playing a lot of snaps, but when he gets 100% healthy, he could be the number wide receiver there. He's definitely better than Tyree Williams when healthy. When healthy. Tyrell Williams? Ty- okay. Tyrell, yeah. Okay. Um, and on, and there's really nothing to talk about the Texan side. Brock Osweiler still sucks. Yeah. And that's it. Uh, everyone sucks on that roster, including Lamar Miller. Brock Osweiler finally uh, almost had 250 yards, but he had three interceptions God and no damn. touchdowns. So <laughs> he did run for one. Um, but. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Um, uh, at least Hopkins is getting targets. He had 10 targets, but didn't score. So just a big letdown for yeah. pretty much everybody on, on the Texans there. Moving on to the Seahawks and the Buccaneers. That is the shocker of the week with the Buccaneers coming out on top. Mike Evans is a god, and Doug Martin is back. Yeah, yeah, that's a good way to wrap it up. <laughs> um Thomas Rawls, he did get 12 carries, only 38 yards, just a little over three yards a carry. Um, that, you're still expecting a lot from Rawls? No. God, I, I know you loved him. I, I was just saying that so I can trade him away. I'm glad he's gone, <laughs> bro. He's done. <laughs> Off that train as soon as I trade him away. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Thomas Rawls. Uh, I don't I don't think he's ever going to come into form like he did last year. Maybe, maybe next year happen. he'll be back Not, in form, but – that O line is just so bad, and I've been saying it's that. Just having a hard time. Yeah. It is. It is. It is. Um, I mean, um, Jimmy Graham is, I think, the best wide receiver to own on that roster. He's going to get it done. But other than that, I'm nervous about every someone, everyone on the Seahawks roster, including Russell Wilson. Correct. Yeah, I mean, he's 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 yeah. running the ball now, which is great. You know, like that's giving him a little more value yeah. that he didn't have earlier yeah. in the season, but. I mean, to get beat down by the Buccaneers who don't have a great defense, I would say the middle of the pack, I think that's kind of embarrassing. Yeah, yeah, I do too. Uh, I mean, granted that Seahawks, they scored basically three offensive points. One of them was a uh, safety. So, um, yeah, and uh, there's really not, not much to talk about here. But Russell Wilson, I just say like this. you mentioned, he, he ran for 80 yards. Yeah, I hate the Seahawks, everything about him, so I'm happy they lost. <laughs> All right, let's move on then. Uh, nothing really to talk about there. Uh, the Raiders and Panthers, Ooh, really boy. good game yeah. uh, if you're a football fan. Um, Derek Carr, uh, I guess, dislocated his finger in two places, his pinker, pinky finger. Uh, he still played pretty well to end the game, though. Um, had 315 yards and two touchdowns and interception. Cam Newton, basically uh, close to the same thing, 252 touchdowns and interception. Um, the notables here, I guess, uh, Michael Crabtree bounced back in a big way with 110 yards on eight receptions. Yeah. Um, came up with some huge catches uh, in crunch time when they really needed it to set up that, uh, that field goal in the end. Jonathan Stewart got his 17 carries, almost 100 yards and two touchdowns. Uh, kind of nice to see Jonathan Stewart getting those goal line touches, um, saving Cam Newton a little bit, I guess. I think that's what they're going to continue doing with Jonathan Stewart, especially if the Carolina Panthers aren't going to make a run. Why put Cam Newton through that, you know? Like, give Stewart the ball. Yeah. 
I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, the Pan- the Raiders' defense looked okay at times and horrible at others. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, the Panthers, is they are that way they are, didn't have Luke Keekley, Um and that kind of showed um, a lot of open open passes in the middle of the field that normally wouldn't have happened. Um, so if Keekley continues to – is I'm sorry, is he out for the – I guess I should have known that. Is he out for the season? No, it's just a concussion. They haven't ruled out. Oh, okay, 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 okay. My bad. Uh, yeah, so you know, if he continues continues to be out, I think the middle of the field is going to stay open. So just keep an eye out for that. Um, th- let's go to the Patriots and Jets. Wait, wait. I, the, I think the big. I just want to talk about this for one second. Um, I, if, sure. if I'm a Greg Olson owner, I'm not panicking because we. I I think we both know that the O line's a little banged up, and that yeah. he's staying back and blocking a lot more than he did before. Yep. Um, so if you own Greg Olsen, don't panic. He's had like three or four bad weeks in a row. But I think as that O-line gets healthier, as you saw Jonathan Stewart had a good game, I feel like Olsen will start coming back on as well. Um, yeah, yeah. The last thing I want to talk about with the Carolina receivers is more of an opinion on what you, what you think. Ted Ginn or Kelvin Benjamin moving forward? Because right now it's completely Ted Ginn for the past two yeah. weeks. It's, I mean, t- yeah, Ted Ginn dominated in targets this week. Uh, Ginn had 10 targets. That's crazy. Um Cam Newton just seems comfortable with him, right? Yeah. Uh, he, I mean, and, and as well as the 10 targets, I mean, he's a big play guy. I mean, he had an 88-yard touchdown. Um, so, I mean, that, that's huge, obviously. Two weeks in a row. And last year, they they lived off of those. The entire season, it was like every yeah. other week, it was an 88-yard touchdown. You know? Like, yeah. It's, yeah, it's yeah. not a fluke. Yeah. It's a thing they do. I, I mean. Yeah. So if yeah exactly if you need a like a home run guy I think Ted Ginn's definitely the one the guy to own he's probably available in in your league yeah I I am definitely pumping the brakes on the Kelvin Benjamin love uh, Kelvin Benjamin um, I I don't think he's going to be that elite maybe not at least not this year obviously he's not going to be that elite guy that we we're all hoping he was going to be yeah um, I mean he hasn't whole, no, you're absolutely right he hasn't been at all <laughs> right maybe give him another year I mean we'll see yeah he just I, came off a serious injury after his rookie season right. so you can't hold too much against him yeah yeah i i still expect big things from him but this year it's just, just a loss he hasn't been what we thought he would be decent but not great yeah okay uh, patriots um, jets yeah malcolm mitchell yeah um you know we talked about him a little bit last week um you know if you know i was saying you know if chris hogan's gonna be out which chris hogan actually played um malcolm mitchell still got seven targets uh Tom Brady threw it a ton. Uh, let's see, Tom, yeah, Tom Brady threw it 50 times. Oh my God. <laughs> so when a quarterback like that throws it 50 times, you're going to, you know, you're going to see a wide variety of receivers have plenty of opportunity. Malcolm Mitchell cashed in yeah. uh, twice, actually, um, 42 yards and two touchdowns. Um, this could be a start of something pretty decent. Um, we, we got this question, I think, in like the four weeks into the before the season started, someone's like, what do you guys think of Malcolm Mitchell? And we looked at each other like, who the fuck is Malcolm Mitchell? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, that's who Malcolm Mitchell is. <laughs> Week twelve. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. So I don't know. I think he could still be pretty sneaky. Um, if you have a chance to own him, and you know, on a deep bench, and you know, if something happens to, I don't know. If uh, if anyone so- move, loses time, like if Gronk is out next week, or Dion Lewis, or fucking anyone, Malcolm Mitchell is going to yeah. eat those targets up. He's shown that right. Already. Right. So. Right. Uh, I, I do want to note this. kind of interesting. Uh, James White out-targeted Deion Lewis, um, and they both caught four passes. Um, Deion Lewis going to break out soon or what? No, I think this is what he is. This is what he's always been. Last year he was the same thing. He had a couple more touchdowns. I mean, he's only been back for two weeks, but, right. you know, six carries, six receptions, that's 12 touches. That's more than LeGarrette Blunt got. That's more than Julian Edelman got, you know, like that's – Unless he breaks one out, that's what he is. That's yeah. a lot of touches for, you know. Yeah, he's it's just the target. The targets is you know. I mean, that James White just out targeting him is kind of like a red flag to me. But okay, is that's that- nine targets. But how many carries did James White get? Zero. Right. So he got right. the six carries. So you kind of look at it like that. It's like he's getting. Yeah, he's okay. going to. Dion. The thing about Fair. Dion Lewis is he's going to be involved no matter what. He's going to get the carries. He's going to get the receptions. Legarrette Blunt's mm-hmm. only the carry guy. James White's only the reception guy. So right. Dion Lewis is probably the most appealing guy between the two because he's there and he's going to be involved no matter what. In my opinion, that's just me. That's fair. That's fair. Right. Okay. Um. So yeah, everybody on the Patriots, 
pretty much did what they thought we would. Um, LeGarrette Blunt has lost carries to Deion Lewis. Like you just mentioned, Lewis had six. LeGarrette Blunt had 11 carries. Um, but Patriots had to fight this game. <laughs> uh, they, just, they just gave them a little bit more than they were expecting, I think. Yeah, um, I, w- I was rooting Ryan for Fitzpatrick. it. <laughs> yeah, Ryan Fitzpatrick played okay, uh, 270 and two touchdowns. And, uh, you know, I guess if I'm going to pick one guy to talk about at, at the Jets, I want your opinion on the Bilal Powell. I kind of like him. Oh, yeah, I definitely do. I mean, Matt Forte was, you know, on downward spiral earlier in the season. He picked it back up, and then, you know, Bilal Powell kind of faded away. And I, I mean, Matt Forte's old. <laughs> so I think yeah. he's starting to fade back away, and – I think Bill Powell is going to be a nice, you know, streaming option moving forward. Yeah, I mean, I, th- I think he's a guy. He's going to get you 50 yards a game and maybe or maybe not a touchdown. Maybe or maybe not, you know, 30 yards receiving. But I, I don't know. I, like, If I was a Jets fan, I wouldn't be I wouldn't be upset if you lost Forte next year for Powell. Yeah, I feel like the, the Jets are going to completely gut that team. Marshall's going to be gone. Reeves is going to be gone. Anyone who has a high contract is gone. Oh, yeah. Well, if Fitzpatrick, if Fitzpatrick goes on some kind of crazy winning streak to end the season. Even if he does, um, they're three and eight. They're not making the playoffs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I think if, if he finishes out strong, you know, if they, you know, if he wins, you know, what what is that? Uh, three out of the next four or something. I think, I think they might keep him. Just a gut feeling. He asked for $10 million. He, <laughs> Granted, it, well, listen, listen to this. Uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick does have the easiest schedule for quarterbacks the rest of the season. Does yeah. that mean anything to you? I'm, I'm actually going to waiver Quincy Inunua. Don't tell anyone. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think that's I think that's strong. Uh, Quincy Inunua this week had five targets and five receptions for 100 yards and a touchdown. 109 yards and a touchdown. Yeah. So he's better. Um, I feel like he's better than Brandon Marshall right now. But maybe. Yeah, I think uh, I think he plays really well with uh, with Ryan Fitzpatrick. Yeah. I agree. I mean, he, he's kind of filling in the Eric Decker role, but he's bigger than Eric Decker. Um, it, you know, Nunwal kind of plays kind of like a tight end. Yeah, he has that size, but uh, you know, he's playing in the slot. So, yeah, I think uh, I think there is definitely value there. Um, all right, last game of the night was the Chiefs Broncos OT game. What the fuck? Okay. The Chiefs are just a bad team. But go ahead. I'm going to be honest with you. Uh, I did not watch this game, and I really regret it. Um, fill me in really quick. Okay, I just watched a little bit of it, and jeez, <laughs> that's great. <laughs> I look at the stats and I look at twenty-four carries, seventy-nine yards for Booker. That's not good. Spencer Ware, seventeen carries, sixty-four yards against a bad Broncos rush defense. You know, like that was a big letdown. I don't know, like, and they were like the Broncos outrushed them, out um, passed them. And they had the same ball possession. I don't know how the Chiefs won. Like, how the fuck did they win this game? They did not deserve to win this game whatsoever. The Broncos right. looked On like paper. the better team right. the entire game. Yeah. I watched right. it. I watched part of it, and they just looked better. But somehow the Chiefs came away with the win. And I guess everyone's really going to Alex Smith for that one because he came out the fourth quarter, two minutes left in the game, and won the game. Right. Right. Um, Emmanuel Sanders. Uh, got the best of Demarius Thomas. I guess we could kind of say that. We've been talking about this Sanders versus Thomas all year. Yeah. Uh, this this game, Sanders had 162 he, yards. He took Thomas's. a big leap forward. Let me tell you that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Ten targets for Sanders on and seven receptions. Uh, Demarius Thomas, I mean, didn't have a bad game. Uh, 60 yards on five receptions. Didn't score, but um, that's not horrible. It's just not we what we want from Demarius Thomas. No, I think Sanders is going to come on strong the rest of the way, in my opinion. I think they're both going to yeah. be good. I mean, the Broncos came out throwing the ball, and they I mean, Simeon looked okay throwing the ball. He didn't look as bad as he did before. So, yeah, I mean, he had 368 yards and three touchdowns against with no a interceptions. good pass defense. Uh, yeah, not that good, but pretty good. Yeah, yeah. I think um, the biggest thing to talk about with the Chiefs is this guy named Hill Tyreek Hill. <laughs> yeah, we've been talking about him for uh, a few weeks now, right? Yeah. Um, fucking three touchdowns. Uh, he won the game by himself. <laughs> yeah, yeah, crazy. Um, if you if he's on your waiver wire, he's the number one waiver guy to pick up. That's it. Bottom line, he's good. Yep. Um, I guess we could let's talk about some waiver wires really quick. No, let's, uh, I want to let, let's say if okay. How about just look? I'm, I'm just gonna throw a couple names out here. And you just tell me if if they're worth. All right. Fine. I was gonna say let's record another podcast and then do that, but 
uh, g- give me give me two minutes. Uh, right. I can go through a couple of things, go. and you just tell me right, what you think. I'm listening. Uh, Kenneth Dixon probably should be your best running back option if he's still on the waivers. No, he's about thirty percent owned or so. No, I don't think he's worth rostering. In really, the, in the playoffs going forward, you're not going to win yeah. a game with Kenneth Dixon on your roster. If you right, start okay. him, you, like you're not winning. Like unless you are really desperate and you know you're going to lose, <laughs> and you know there's three other teams better than you, and you have someone out there. Okay, fine. But Kenneth what, happens, Dixon, what happens if Frank if Frank Gore was your RB two? I'd consider. If Frank Gore is your RB two and you don't have a backup option, then you haven't been listening to this podcast, and you should have picked up Booker, <laughs> JJ. You could. Jordan We're not Howell, all that lucky. Jordan, all there's. I just named three running backs that people pick. Rob Kelly. Um, four guys I just named that have been picked up in the past month and are going to lead other teams to championships. So if you still have Frank Gore and you haven't picked up another option, you should quit fancy football. Would it be crazy to say Dixon over Rob Kelly? Yes, absolutely. You're fucking mad. Is that something you're going to say? Because I'll, I'll, we'll do an e-bet on that right now. <sighs> I think uh, I think Dixon's going to surprise you. Do an e-bet. Rob Kelly or Dick Dixon uh, from now until week 16. All right, let's do it. Let's neat bet. Eat bet. Oh my god, this is gonna be a good one. Oh, you're gonna get destroyed. <laughs> you know, uh, I just don't like Rob Kelly's schedule at all. I think Kenneth Dixon is will take over by next game. No, they're um, splitting. They're splitting the work completely. They're, they well, they finally started splitting the work after it's really been West most of the it's time. It's been in a 14 week, a 13 week process up until now. It's not gonna change, man. Like <laughs> we'll see. Okay, that's why I said. I, 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 all right, all right, go ahead. Yeah, I think it's debatable. Right. Um, the wide receiver we kind of already talked about both of these guys, uh, Anquan Bolden and Quincy Nunwa. Um, I think both are definitely if they're on your waivers. I think they're both rosterable. Yeah, you agree? Oh yeah. Uh, we mentioned Colin Kaepernick. Uh, I think uh, he is definitely a startable guy if you have him on your team, especially if you have somebody like Mariota or if you've been streaming. Uh, Colin Kaepernick is probably the streamer that you can start for the rest of the season. Yep. He, agree? Against the Bears next week, I think he's very viable. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I've, I've been all starting right. him in a two quarterback league all season, and he's been my best quarterback easily. Okay. Okay. What about this? This is a sneaky guy here. We haven't talked about him. Charles Sims. Yeah. I didn't want to say he's anything. coming back. I, didn't want, I don't know who listens to this podcast, but yeah, Charles Sims. He's on the uh, IR no, nobody, spot. Nobody listen. Nobody listens to this podcast. Oh, he's practicing. He started practicing last week, and um, yeah, he's definitely. They don't know. They haven't announced when he's coming back, but he's practicing. Adrian Peterson isn't, so you know, I'd rather have Charles Sims for this season right now. So yeah, if you if you have the IR spot, or you own Doug Martin, pick him up ASAP and drop him in your in your bench. I think. I mean, I think even when if Doug Martin's healthy, I think Charles Sims still has value, especially in PPR, just as he did in the beginning of the season. Um, he's a very talented running back, great pass catcher. Um, yeah, I, th- I think he could be sneaky. Um, I don't think he's that sneaky deal. I mean, Doug Martin is well, because p- he's off people's radars is what I mean. Okay. That's yes. Fair. He's good. Everybody knows he's pretty good. Cause I mean, he was good when Doug Martin got injured, but I'm saying sneaky because, uh, he's not owned. He's a thief. And I think people forgot about him. Okay. I gotcha. Got it. Yeah. Um, that's about all I have. I mean, those are the main guys I want to talk about. Of course, Malcolm Mitchell is one of the guys uh, we already talked about. Uh, we talked about Adam Thielen. Um, oh, T.Y. Yeah. Hilton's injured. There's, I mean, they usually don't do anything with him until midweek, so we'll pay attention to that if you do on T.Y. Hilton. Keep track of if he's going to play or not. Right, right. Um, if you're a Hill owner, yeah. are you picking up Rex Burkhead? Absolutely. If Even if you're not a – he's definitely worth rostering. Not Dixon. I would do an e-bet against Burkhead on Dixon as well. No, you're crazy. You're crazy on that. You're saying rest of season, uh, Burkhead over Dixon? Maybe. Can we just make a bet? Can we just make a a bet, like a eat, not no, eat no. bet, but just a bet, or everything? No, no, has... less, no. Well, we have to have three bets, so that could be our second. Okay. All right. Uh, eat bet. That's a tough okay, one, so man. I hope they. It's time. I'm I'm saying Dixon over Burkhead. Okay. Who do you think <laughs> you're had, crazy? Who Who do you think had more fantasy points this week? Uh, I don't know. I'm guessing by your tone, it's uh, Burkhead. No, it was Dixon. (laughs) 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 All right, go 
Go ahead. <laughs> All right, we we, we got to make one more eat bet before we end the show. Uh, what, what you got? G- give me somebody. Okay. Um, Devontae Parker outscores Jarvis Landry. No, that's stupid. Um, Ted Ginn outscores Calvin Benjamin the rest of the season. Mm, okay, that's that's interesting. Uh, I'm guessing you take Ginn? Yeah, I'll take Ginn. Oh, man. Yeah, it's such a boomer bust, right? Either Ted Ginn will buy 200 yards <laughs> or he won't I'll, at all. I'll do that with Kinsinua against Brandon Marshall as well. Ginn against Brandon Marshall? No, no. Quincy and Marshall or Ginn and Kelvin. No, no. Uh, no, I like Quincy over Marshall, I think. That's an interesting debate, though, right? Yeah. Um, that, I mean, that's crazy that we're even talking about it right now. Mm-hmm. But uh, I, I wouldn't bet. I wouldn't bet that Quincy, uh, that Marshall outscores Quincy. I would not take that bet. Um, Ginn and Calvin, Calvin Benjamin. I want to keep calling him Calvin. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, because we need a third bet. Oh, man, that's a tough one. Okay, I'll take it. Okay. Which, we're doing the Calvin uh, one? Yeah, I'm taking Calvin, ben, Calvin Benjamin over Ted Ginn Jr. Counting this week. Put it on the board. No. <laughs> so count starting starting week 13. Okay. Right, that's fair. Okay, all right, that's fair. So we got a neat bet going on. That's that's three bets. So somebody's going to lose. Um, so this is your first time you're getting in on this, and trust me, you don't want to eat a, pi- a pickle milkshake. Well, I and, I made an eat bet last week and I won that one. Well, we have to make three because one just it doesn't make sense. Why not? Because it's just not enough sample size. You can't win or lose on one bet. Yeah, you can win or nope. lose. You win. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> No, because well, because I made a bet a couple of weeks ago that I lost, but I was expecting to have three eat bets that we never got to. So I was like, okay, I'll take you know, I'll take the gamble on this first one, and hopefully soften them up for the next two. And we didn't get the next two, and I just lost that one. So I'm not, I'm not playing that. I'm making the rules here. No, Dale, you're not. <laughs> but that's fine. We made three eat. We we made them, so we're good to go. Hey, what do you think about Fidel Castro? Uh, good riddance. And if I wasn't the only Cuban within a hundred mile radius. I'd be celebrating too. Good. Okay. There's no Cubans in San Francisco. I'm sure there's one. There's the Castro district. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's um, a Cuban restaurant of a couple blocks away. So. Oh, nice. But it's, so a, it's, it's, it's a hipster one. They don't really. Suck. It's your family like celebrating. Yeah, they're pretty happy. My dad. My dad says uh, he's going to be in hell with uh, Hitler. Okay. So they're pretty probably, happy. Probably. Probably will. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah, okay. we're, we're happy. I don't understand. I mean, this isn't really like a. Uh, and everybody's happy that he's gone, right? We can just tie in Kiko Alonso to this so it's considered fancy football. <laughs> okay. Kiko Alonso is also uh, Cuban-American. Yep. He's my hero. You he lo- he just learned that today. Yep. Pretty happy about that. Nice. Uh, nice. What were you going to say about fans- about uh, Cuba- Cubans? Um, I don't know. Uh, I was just going to say it's really not like a political thing. Just like everybody's happy that he's gone, right? Yeah. I mean, I don't know about this, this Twitter thing going on with Donald Trump. He says that he's going to reverse it when he becomes president. So uh, but book your tickets now. <laughs> <laughs> hey, without Brito here, this can be like a really liberal podcast. Yeah, right. We don't get into that. <laughs> <laughs> his blood pressure raises every time we talk about Trump. His, his blood pressure is <laughs> always high, if you haven't noticed. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, anything else? Uh, okay. Uh, really quick, we want to beg you to give us a review on iTunes. Um, it really helps us. We're almost to 60 reviews. It'll be really nice to get to 60. So if you guys would please, just it doesn't take much. Just give us a five-star review or whatever the review system is. I can't remember. Uh, but just give us a good review. You don't even have to write anything if you're lazy. I'm Like most of our listeners are probably pretty lazy. Just give us a five-star and you know hit submit. It's good enough. Subscribe to us. It really helps us out. Um Oh, we are starting a Facebook page, right? I already have um, it. I already started. I got like 10 Wait, is, is it a page or is it like a group? It's a Facebook page. No, no. I want to start a Facebook group where all our listeners can join this Facebook group and kind of, you know, talk to each other in the community and, you know, get advice from each other and, you know, um, things like that. You know, start sit things that, you know, you can, you know, get it's a too mass late. It's too population. late for that. Half, everyone's going to turn off the, this podcast in a week. Yes, I know. <laughs> our lives know, are going to change. <laughs> what are we going to do? Um, yeah, if you guys have any suggestions on what to talk about in the off season, because we want to keep doing this, uh, we kind you know we kind of grown to really like podcasting and you know bringing you content. So if there's any kind of a 
anything we could talk about in the off season, maybe some of your other podcasts, give us some ideas from, you know, some of the other guys, I not know. football, Game but... of Thrones, Walking Dead and Chocolate. Okay. All right. So that is what we'll talk about if Armando ever uh, comes on the podcast. I say we talk about Sister Wives and Scandal. Um, Sister Wives, that is a horrible show, by the way. But for right. some reason, I Have caught myself night, watching everyone. it. <laughs> for Armando Crespo, I am Dale. Thanks for listening, and uh, catch us next time. Stay tuned. What? I don't know. And we like to play till the sun go down. Yeah, we like to play till the sun go down. And we take that town. And we take that town.